You are listening to the Kinky Hair Culture Podcast, where we interview the people behind the chair and the people that make your natural hair products. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. You never know who you're helping on their natural hair journey. We meet so many amazing people, okay? And this will help them on their natural hair journey, whether it's locks, twists, braids, however you take care of your natural hair, we got the remedy for you. Welcome everyone to the Kinky Hair Culture Podcast, where we interview the people behind the chair and the people that make your natural hair products. I'm your host, Candace. I want to take time out to thank each and every one of y'all for taking time out to listen to this podcast, because without y'all, it would not be possible. And thank you for taking time out to listen to the actual people that we interview, okay? Besides listening to me talk and ask questions, you actually listen to the people that's answering the questions. And we appreciate that too, because knowledge is power. You will not understand your hair if you don't take the time out to gather the information and absorb it, okay? So I thank y'all. I really, truly, truly, truly thank y'all. And I don't know about y'all, but when I'm a consumer myself too. So I like to get to know the people. I think it's so important. I know you can't get to meet every, everybody, but those that's upcoming, Establish whatever it may be, okay. Those that are trying to make it, this is a great opportunity to get to know the people from the bottom where you can actually get to talk to them and understand, like, hey, we've been there, we know what you're going through. I mix this product, this product, this product when I tried. I don't interview people that mix ketchup and mustard, don't try to say home now, but ketchup and mustard and all types of stuff, the spearmint and cabinet. Took out stuff outside the cabinet and said, you know what, I'm going to try this, this, that, and third on my hair. I had people that said, you know what, I was going through something in my life that I, I, I didn't know what to do. My hair was falling out, whether it was a disease or whether it was stress, anything. I, I was going through this, and this is what I did to make my hair to where it is. I didn't know nothing. I was like, y'all, I was like everybody else. I didn't know nothing at all. I did not. And I took the time out, did a little research, and then boom. And I saw my hair growing. I was like, ooh, maybe I can inspire other people. You have people that teach you, oh, my God, you adopted a child. Okay, let me show you how to take care of the child's hair. Let them understand their culture and how to grow their hair and what to do with their hair. Then you have people that actually be in your scalp. No, you cannot have this product in your hair because it, it irritates your scalp. Or you have people be like, no, you cannot have that color because it will break your hair off. Within a week, less than a week, three days, you might not have no hair. You might not wake up. You, you, you will wake up with no hair. Okay? Your hair on one side, you on the other side like that. What happened to my hair? You, you know, that's the great thing about interviewing people because you get to hear their story and where they've been through and how they came and it's like the triumph of all their success. Okay, and it wasn't easy. It wasn't like on Monday I had no hair and then on Wednesday my life was back together. No, these are people that have been years experimenting on years without hearing. And then, boom, you have people that are suffering with alopecia so bad. It's just like, oh, my God, what to do? 
So that's why I, I thank each and every one of y'all for taking time out to listen to this podcast. So that way we can really get to know the people that actually in our hair. Because we're a, a one big skin. Okay? One big skin. I'm just going to say skin. Because just like lotion, you put it on and it penetrates through your skin to keep your, hair, your, your skin moisturized at all times. Same thing with your scalp. You put stuff in it and it penetrates and it goes through your bloodstream. Okay? And when that happens, you got to remember you put it in your body. So that being said, you got to be careful with the products you put on your hair because it could affect you in the long run. It might not be today, might not be tomorrow, but it's going to affect you in the long run. So why not get to know the people that and their struggles and understand, hey, they've been where I've been through. So they know, they know my struggles. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm willing to give it a try. I want to give it a try. And that's what we do here. We get to know. And I hope each person that I interview, you're actually out there on their site asking them questions. Because a lot of them, majority of them, I think about all of them, is willing to answer any questions that you have. So y'all need to be jump on that, okay? Because some people are gatekeepers. They don't want to take too much. And then you got those who, who will help you get started on growing healthy hair. Why? Showing you their products as well. Okay? So look, hey. I'm just saying, okay? I know I'm rambling, but we, we spit knowledge out here. We're giving you, okay? And like, nothing is rehearsed. Before I go into today's segment, nothing's rehearsed, okay? Everything that we do is genuine. They People ask me, oh, like I had a couple of people that interviewed. was like, okay, you going to send us any questions or anything that we might need to, you know, look over or anything? And I say, no, I don't send questions. And if it and if it offends anybody that's that wants to come on the show, don't don't let it offend you, okay? Because I want the genuine person. I want the person that that doesn't have to have a script in front of them to answer these questions, okay? Because you know about your childhood, you know the basic life, you know what drove you to the spot that you are in today. You don't need to rehearse nothing. We just need to know about you. And if we could trust you to buy your brand to put in our hair, we could trust you to style our hair. That's all we need to know. We don't need to know anything rehearsed. And that's what we do at the Kinky Hair Culture Podcast. We're genuine people over here. We don't play them games. Okay? But I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time out, each and every one of y'all, for listening to this podcast. Now, we're going to get into today's podcast. Today's podcast episode is... Well versus city water. I know a lot of y'all wondering well versus city water. Okay. Well, we know city water, the water's being filtered. Okay. Through the water plant, they take all the bad chemicals, whatever's inside that water is coming out. Okay. They do a whole test, make sure there's nothing in this water. Okay. So that way, when you drink it, when you consume it, it it's good water okay because if it's not they're gonna tell you don't drink that water you know they'll tell you to boil the water and stuff or don't drink none at all you gotta go to the store and buy some water you know what i'm saying until they get the water right city water they they take a they take a lot of of lot of time to make sure that water is perfect for consuming and taking care of yourself okay now well well water's a little bit different and I had to learn that the hard way with myself, okay? 
So I'm coming from city, city country, okay, to country country, okay, all right, and city water, like I said, is just all filtered good, you know what I'm saying, they put a lot of stuff in it to help you out, so I ain't saying it's perfect, city water ain't that perfect, but it's better than well water, in a sense, okay, now with well water, it's generally bad for hair health, okay, hair health, it, it kills it, it's like, uh-uh, okay, and because it, can, it contains hard, hardness, minerals, metals, and other contaminating stuff, okay, and it contains more of it than city water, because I'm not saying city water is perfect, but it's because it got a filter, it's coming straight from the ground, they, they, it's not coming and getting filtered through, no, straight ground, straight, 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 okay, I did an episode um, on, uh, called Rain Down On Me, and basically it's just mother nature, raining on your hair, and I, it was so beautiful getting my, it's like, I don't know about y'all, but I promise you, if you ever go outside and just wash your hair in the rain, you'll see how clean that hair gets, it takes everything out. You got anything you hear? That rainwater from the sky? It takes everything out. It take I tell you, you you see a difference. You see a difference. Like the rainwater will clean you, okay? Clean the hell out of you, okay? I'm tempted to take a shower out there, but I, I you know that'd be a little bit too much and stuff, okay? I'm, I'm tempting. I'm just tempting just to see, just to see. But that's another day, another time, another podcast episode, the whole nine yards. But I'm thinking about it. But my hair was so clean. It took everything out of it. It was like one wash. You know how sometimes you got to do one or two, three washes just to get the buildup or whatever you got in your hair. Now, one straight wash, player, it was done. The stuff came out, okay? But this was coming from the sky. Okay, straight from the sky. You know, sky, I mean, up there, it got harsh stuff because the, the pollution and all types of stuff. And it, you, know, you know how it is, okay? We ain't going to go into all that scientific stuff, okay? All right. But let's bring it down back to the uh, well water. Now, with the well water, it has all these harsh minerals and all that stuff in there. So, I'm going to tell you my story. Now, so, come for the city water and stuff. And I had, um, I had chop, not like a chop, but like, you know, chop a little bit of my hair off when I decided to go natural. Okay. And I moisturized my hair and I cut it. And I always thought that my hair was not going to grow back properly because I was chopping myself and doing what I did to do myself, you know, second guess yourself. And I recommend stop doing that. And I'm working on that. But those who are out there second guess, stop. You might be doing just fine. Just, you know, go with it. Build confidence in that. But I second guess when it comes to my hair sometimes. Just a little. So, especially when I'm cutting it because I don't know what I'm doing. But anyway, I end up cutting all that out. Y'all know the backstory. And my hair grew back just fine to the length it was when it was relaxed. But this case is natural and it's thicker because, you know, relaxed sometimes thin out your hair. Very, I didn't have that problem, but I felt like it was going to have it later on in life. So why not change the bad habits now instead of waiting until bad habits come? So, but my hair stayed moisturized. Long story short, my hair stayed moisturized. Felt good all the time. Hold nine yards. I move to the country country. And when I tell you I washed my hair for the first time, did my hair get clean? Yes. 
Did my hair feel funny? Yes. They say well water makes your hair feel heavy. So you got to make sure you have a clarifying shampoo. But then you got to think about it, right? So if well water makes your hair feel like heavy, like something's on it, and you put a clarifying shampoo, but you got to wash this clarifying shampoo out. Then you got to put in a deep conditioner in your hair. And then when you put the deep conditioner in your hair, you got to rinse that out. So you're still using the harsh water the way it goes, right? Okay. So it's like, uh, okay. I got kind of like, you know, blown like, okay, so that defeats the purpose. But anyway, that's here no there. So I washed, I'm telling you my story now. So I washed my hair. My hair was like, oh, so my God, why do my hair feels like it's dry? Oh, and that's before I used a, a moisturized shampoo. I was doing like a scalp clean. I had done a scalp clean uh, before, and when I did a scalp, it made my hair feel like it was breathing. Like, you know how all the pores was opening up? It felt so good. But when I did it with well water, like, you know, scalp scrub, you know, before I um, washed my hair, like, you know, you had to do a scalp scrub and you do a pre poo on your hair and stuff to get the other stuff out. And my hair felt like it was breathing, but it also felt like it was dry. Like was thirsty, even though my hair was wet. And I was wondering what in the world is going on, Candace. What did, what did you do? Did you do something? To you? What did you do? So I'm sitting there thinking, okay, that's all right. I'm gonna decondition my hair and I'm gonna move forward. Okay, I did all that stuff, you know, but I noticed my hair was still thirsty. My hair was struggling like heck. I said, okay, okay, okay. Don't panic. Okay, when. When I was city water, I know I moisturized my hair. My hair is just fine. Like, eh. I'm speaking for myself. Those who have well water might be a different. It might be a different situation. It might be city water that mess up your hair, and well water is like, eh, it's perfect. So I'm just telling you what happened to me, okay? So I noticed that when I used city water, my hair was more like moisturized all the time. I didn't have that problem. Like, you know, I could go three or four days. You know, not moisturize my hair because I moisturize my hair. I go like three days. Uh, by the fourth day or fifth day, I moisturize my hair back again and stuff. Depending on how my hairstyle is. Now, when I tell you I found myself moisturizing my hair every day, it was like I was starting all over. Like, I was retraining my hair to act right because it won't give me no act right. felt like my curls weren't popping like I wanted. It wasn't giving me the act right that I needed Okay, so I was getting frustrated and frustrated. I was like, no, figure it out. So I got me, a, um, when I clarified my hair, I said, you know, what? I'm going to stop clarifying my hair just, just, you know, for a little bit. I started moisturizing my hair, see if that worked. Then I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? My hair is still not giving. It's still acting like it's thirsty, and I'm putting everything it is possible in my hair. Well, my hair basically did what anybody else would hair do if they were switching products. But I was just switching water. Okay. If you're so used to, if your hair's used to one thing for so long, and then all of a sudden it has to change, and sometimes it rejects that change. <coughs> well, my hair rejected the change. It said, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Try again. That ain't the water we used to. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Try again. Boom. Try again. So what I did was, I was like, okay, you're not, you're not re- receiving this water well here. And, and if I don't be proactive to it, I'm going to be school balled. And I ain't walking around here school balled because all I had to do was be proactive. 
that 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 ain't happening okay that i refuse for that to straight off the press to your email get you a copy of the kitchen petition hair and beauty magazine get the opportunity to meet some of the amazing hair care specialists from the doctors to the do's and don'ts hair tips to meet in some amazing writers to help you grow your natural hair and take care of your skin. Don't forget to get Kitchen Petition Hair and Beauty Magazine and sign up for the email address. It'll be linked at the bottom of this episode. Happen, okay? So I was like, okay, okay. Think, Kenneth, think, think, think. Do you want to go buy distilled water? So average person sometimes they wash it once a week or whatever okay and depending on how much product you use it's how much water you have to use to rinse it out so do I go buy some like distilled water wash my hair with that okay but then I did the math I said the math ain't math because I ain't spending all that damn money because I need water to wash my hair out wash the conditioner out uh I gotta you know what I'm saying I might have to wash my hair two or three times I'm talking about within the cycle of me washing my hair because I have added stuff in it like a pre-poo or a certain type of mask before, you know, I shampoo my hair and then I decondition my hair. It depends on what I decide. Some people say it takes a long time to wash their hair and that's why because they decondition mask and all that stuff. So it takes a long period of time. Some people just wash their hair, boom, style it here, everybody here, texture, how they wash their hair is totally different and that's fine. That is fine. But I was thinking, math ain't math. I'm not about to spend all that damn, damn gold money. Okay, Candace, back to the drawing board. Let's figure it out. So the next thing I did was like, okay, I'm going to go buy me some more moisturizer shampoo. Okay. I'm going to make sure I have a good moisturizer for my hair. I'm going to make sure I have good oils that's going to help penetrate, lock, and seal and make it do what it do to make my hair stay healthy and make sure I cut my split ends, you know. But I'm going to have to work a little harder because I have low porosity hair. And everybody know what low porosity hair is. And if you don't, I'm going to tell you now. Learning time. Okay, low porosity is basically when instead of the products penetrating through the shaft of your hair, it just sits on top of it. So that being said, you have to. So imagine you put some lotion on your, your arm, some thick lotion, okay? And you got to rub it on your hand and rub it and rub it. I'm talking about several times, like rub it, rub it. And you just, and you feel like, oh my God, and it's still sitting on there. Like, oh my God, I rubbed it 87,000 times, it's still sitting there. Okay, same thing with your hair. Imagine rubbing a whole bunch of stuff in your hair and it's like, it's nothing that's just sitting on there. It's like a big old glob. It makes your hair look like a nasty, dirty, wet. You know what I'm saying? Your hair's like wet when it's not supposed to be wet. It's supposed to be just doing it drew, moisturize. Yeah. Okay. Because if you have high porosity hair, it goes in and out. It's like the it, it's you put moisture in it, in it on a Monday. By Wednesday or Tuesday, your hair dries. It's gone. It's like it, it just went in and out one way and out the other. It didn't even stay. Okay. When you have medium porosity, when it perfect balance the right amount stays in and the right amount escapes it's like a perfect balance 
Well, I got low porosity where it just sit on top of here like, eh, like it's a, it's a garnish. I'm here. That's how my, that's a low porosity. We're going to talk about food. Bam. That's even perfect. A garnish. Low porosity. Boom. Okay. High porosity is when you put some salt on some food and it don't, it, it's all just a little bit and it comes out and you don't even taste it. You know, a little sprinkle. And then you thought it was good when you when you cooked it. And then when it's time to put it on the plate, you ask where the hell the salt at because it's undissolved. It doesn't evaporate it. Okay. And then medium porosity when that food bank and just the right amount of seasoning, just the right amount of juice. It's everything that's flowing so perfectly. Yeah. We're going to use this food term for those who want a better understanding of it. Okay. Because that was a good analogy. Okay. But anyway, let me go back. So. I was having that problem, so I bought some uh, more proper um, oils because I had low porosity here, so I had to find light oils. But then I was like, Dad, I might have to put a little bit, get one little oil that's a little heavy just so it can help. Because my hair, like I said, I was having a problem with my hair. My hair was just like drying out. And I was thinking my hair porosity changed, but my hair porosity didn't change. It was the same thing. It's just that the water was so harsh on my head. It was just jacking up everything and my hair process could have changed right but then I noticed once I started training my hair I had to go back to the drawing board getting to know my actual hair so I took time out I said okay buy these products I'm going to make sure I moisturize use a hot head of a sort or if you don't have a hot head you can use like a what's something it's called a, 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 a cylinder dryer you you can use anything that produces heat. Put a bag, get one of them bags, and you can do it that way. Like put some people put like three or four bags and a hot towel. I have done that before. And actually, it's a, I think it's kind of better than a hot head or a low low. Like steaming a towel, put in there and put a cap on. I've done that too. I have done a lot of things for heat. Okay, because my hair was lacking moisture. That was the problem. It was like dry and stiff. And it doesn't help when you have color in your hair. That's when the breakage will really begin. It just goes, whoo, child. You can be like, dang, I, I have hair, but I don't have none. That was the problem. So once I sat there and studied my hair and started day by day getting my hair used to this water, I changed my shower head. Okay? But some shower heads, they have like little um, filtering, a filter in there. So that way it can help when it comes to, you know, taking care of your hair so I changed the shower head I, I made some adjustments and when I tell you baby whoo my hair is thriving my hair is thriving by the grace of God because I got on top of it my hair did not break okay again some people the well water don't do too much to them as the city does and sometimes the city water does a good job and the well water don't you have to find your happy medium, especially when you're doing life changing, like moving or whatever it may be, going to a different city. Because I can tell you experience that one time for a job, I had to fly to Atlanta, Georgia. First of all, I'm scared of heights, okay? And I, uh, boy, whew, I know the lady who tired of me was so I cannot wait to get off this plane with you. Because I, I sure grabbed the hell out of her hand. I was like, yeah, and even though we were going up, I was like, she says, your first time? I said, yeah, because I don't like the tr- uh-uh road not air okay I, I don't do air but you know you gotta do air sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do but anyway 
coming from up so high up and then coming back to where the state that I'm in when I tell you my hair was so dry I said what the heck happened did my moisture stay up in the sky and and then come back with me because my hair was dry I was like my god why is my hair breaking off it's like I couldn't get it right I just couldn't let my whole hair change so sometimes that could happen or sometimes when you travel to another state your hair could change too because your hair is so used to one state you know what I'm saying like nothing but greenery everywhere you know what I'm saying sunlight you get them UV rays on your hair you get all this on your hair you know what I'm saying fresh air and all that stuff you know what I'm saying because remember you are what you eat and you what you breathe in and out all that stuff all that stuff we want big skin you know what I'm saying you gotta take care of it so you gotta think about that so sometimes your hair change depending on where you're located some people here don't some people here do I know it sounds crazy but it happens. I'm so probably one out of uh, 10 million people that it happens to. But my hair was dry as hell. Harsh water made my hair, it made my, well water made my hair. It's like a manageable. But I found the happy medium. Probably moisturizing my hair a little longer. I found out the problem was I had to start from scratch. And start from scratch meaning that I had to rebuild the moisture back into my hair. And when I'm rebuilding it, even though I'm using the well water for my hair, that I'm building it so my hair can train, that even though you're using the well water, it's just not really going to affect your hair that much because you got the proper, your hair is trained. Like, okay, I'm okay. I'm ready for it. Throw anything at me. It ain't going to get me this time. It's like getting a shot. Train yourself. You're trained. Train the, train the body. If you know when you go get your um, what's it called immune shots, and it they give you like a little dose of whatever it is inside your system, and your body start attacking it like uh uh-uh, uh try again try again try again same thing with your hair, but my hair had to get used to it and it got used to it. I don't have that problems now, but it was a learning lesson because I was freaking out, spending more money than I wanted to spend on products. I said this is too much because. And I know a lot of people say, well, dang, why don't you just go get distilled water or just go to a salon and get the hair washed and all that stuff and everything. Yeah, all these questions is very valid. But at the same time, I want to do something different. I want to figure out what I could do to stop my hair from feeling like it's just going to fall out my scalp. If I don't do something or my scalp from burning, like why is my hair so doggone dry and thirsty? I mean, I could put something on my hair that night. By that morning, my hair feels like start itching. Like, oh my God, why is my? It's not itching like something in it. It's itching like because it's so dry. Like it needs something on it. It's like it was evaporating so quick. That's why I thought my porosity had changed, but it did. It was still. I did all several tests. I still low porosity. It just said my hair was thirsty and it needed so much moisture. It made no sense. And your hair porosity can't change, by the way. It can. Hair frosty can change. So let's not say that I want to make sure I get that out there. Not saying that it can't. It can change. But I want to give y'all my story about well and city water. What is y'all? Have anybody experienced well or city water? And experienced how, if it's harsh on the hair or not? I would like to know because maybe y'all can give me some more tips. Or maybe I can give you some more tips. 
We are community. There's no gatekeeping around here. We're trying to help each other grow and understand our, what comes out of our scalp because for so many years, so many centuries, we've been afraid to express ourselves, show our hair, what naturally comes out. So it's not unruly, unkept, or nothing. It comes out, we can't help what comes out of our scalp. But we just didn't know how to take care of it because we only know how to make it look presentable to the screen. What I mean by the screen, not just your TV, the screen or the vision of the person in front of you see. They see like, oh, this is how it's supposed to look. And that's it. That's the screen. That's why I always say screen. When people say it, screen. Because when you're looking at something, it's like a screen in front of you. When you watch TV, see people on TV, a screen. So it's appearance that we put up all the time. And we don't never get to know what's actually growing out of our scalp. It took years and years for us to start expressing it. And we're still not fully where we need to be and understanding. So that's why this podcast is here to help each and every one of y'all. But again, I just want to share my story because my story was rough. I, I was struggling. Okay, I was about to say, you know what? Again, if you don't get it right in the next month or two, uh, you're going to have to go visit somebody's salon. And I ain't to, I'm not against going to a salon. But if I can do it at home, I'll do it at home. And I make sure I do my research. I make sure I get the proper knowledge. And if I'm not sure, I'll go to a salon in a heartbeat. And that's what a lot of us need to make sure we do. If you don't understand, these cosmetologists are licensed and trained to help you grow your hair. Okay? Not saying that you can't grow your own hair. You can. But they are too. They're here to help you. We got a lot of people. We got a lot of doctors. We got a lot of people to help you understand your natural hair. But that's my story because it's story time, of course, because I was struggling. Boy, I was struggling with my hair. I said, it's okay. We're going to make it do what it do. And I made it do what it do. Okay. So thank you, each and every one of y'all, for taking time out to listen to my story time because my story time was crucial when it came to my hair. Okay. And if you're not, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, what are you waiting on? We're here for you. And if you'd like to be on this show, come on, come on through. Come talk to us. Let me interview you. This is what we do. I would love to have all y'all on my show to talk because this is what we we do here. And if you have not... Follow the Kitchen Beautician page on Instagram, YouTube, or even drop your email so you get the latest magazine. What are you waiting on? Because this magazine got a lot of dope writers on it, okay? When I tell you, you got the cosmetologists, you got the doctors, you got the people, the person that helps beach your face. When I tell you, make sure you put the right foundation, the right makeup, the whole nine yards. So we give you all the beauty and hair in one magazine, okay? Shout out to Twin Nation. She's one of the co-founders of Kitchen Petition Magazine. Shout outs to her. Make sure you follow her on Instagram as well. And thank you. And don't forget, of course, follow me. I'm here. I'm, I'm be everywhere. I'm be doing reels. I'm gonna be talking. I'm gonna spit knowledge. I'm gonna give you my opinions. Okay, this podcast is full of thoughts, opinions, and let's talk. 
And again, if you want to be in this, if any of y'all want to be on any of these episodes, let me get it out. Make sure you go to the kinkyhairculture.com. Email us. Let us know. Let us know. Oh, and we'll be adding more to the site, more products, more reviews of things that I had tried on my hair too as well. Because I am trying out stuff, okay? You never know. We might make a comeback. We might make a, a hair product. We don't know. I might, might not. I don't Whatever the Lord puts on me, that's what I'm going to do, okay? Right now, I want to get to talk to y'all. I want to get to know y'all. I want to understand, okay? That's, that's, I, I love hair. I'm, I'm fascinated with hair, okay? And if you're fascinated with hair like I am, come on the show. Let's talk. You could be a content creator and just love hair. Come on. You make products. Come on. If you were a cosmetology barber, a licensed braid or whatever, Come, come on here. Come on, let everybody know who you are. What city you repping? What state you repping? And let them know. This is why they should be in your chair. This is why they should take their hard-earned money to buy your product. And this is why. And let them know this is why you stand for your brand. Because what you've been through. How you made it. What you got going on. This is a pod- podcast for you. So thank you guys. Again, salute to all those who subscribe, follow us. We appreciate you. And until next time, I'll catch y'all later. Bye, guys. Bye. No, no.